Ali Mosley, whose best bet saluted for those who followed in the highway straight off the bat, built the bank on Saturday, well, morning, isn't it, when the highways are going still at this time of year. Ali, good morning to you. Good morning. Yeah, I was, a, I was a little bit nervous when that rain started to fall and I didn't know what was happening with the track. We went from the soft seats to heavy 10 by the end of the day. So things, at least our best bet got up because things deteriorated pretty quickly after that. <laughs> it didn't affect Eduardo, Ali? No, it didn't. And I feel guilty for, for not tipping him because um, I know that Joe Pride's been so bullish about him and so so pleased with how he's been coming into his first up run and legitimately thinks that he will, will win the Everest. So, and I mean, he did that on, he came out and showed everyone that he's still got his zest for racing as a nine-year-old and that he's still loving it and still has plenty of ability and he looks fantastic. He looked just, it sounds silly to say it. And, you know, I think Ron said it on um, Sunday morning, you, it's like having a car and keeping it in the garage for four years and not driving it. He's so lightly raced, albeit he's now a nine-year-old, but he's just sort of been sitting there because he didn't start his career until so late. So... It's going to really shake up the Everest. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And Zaki uh, did what Zaki does there on Saturday in the tramway, back-to-back tramways for Zaki, eight years of age now. Uh, and, you know, this George Main, uh, James McDonald, what a choice he's going to have to make, Ali. I know. I'd, I'd love to say that um, I'd, I'd like to be in a position like he's in, but I'm not even sure that I would be given those tricky decisions because when you make the wrong one and the other horse wins, I think he'd be kicking himself more than had he not given the option for either of them. So, I mean, I, it's hard, it's a hard one. Darkie was a lot more forward than I thought he'd be on the weekend. I know Annabelle had pumped the work into him. He had all those trials and then he went and had a track gallop as well. And but he was absolutely bouncing out of his skin on Saturday. He was really making his presence felt out the back. He was pinging around, and um, when he got out behind the barriers, he just looked absolutely on song, and um, I think she had him a lot more forward than he has been in past preparations first up. So uh, it's, a, it's a tricky one. I mean, I, I think I'd still be going with the, with the big boys, Animo, but it's going to be a hard one for him. Was there any horse or horses that caught your eye on the weekend, Ellie? Yeah, definitely. I think everyone would have seen Ben O, so he, he's hardly a hidden horse, but it was certainly the run of the day, and I think everyone probably felt that way. Just absolutely enormous. He was three wide, no cover near the last, and um, he near last, and he just um, rattled home, and it just didn't suit his pattern by any means. He sort of was completely against him, and I think moving on, he'll be the one. Well, I know his favourite for the Metrop now, but um, I think he's certainly a warranted favourite. And then, you know, maybe we even see him kick on after that if he runs well in the Metrop to a cox plate. Who knows? But so Benno was one to follow. I thought she's extreme, came back in really, really good order. I was I was so impressed with her. She closed off really well. It was a slog in the middle of the track. She didn't find the best part of the ground. So definitely she's extreme and definitely Benno. And then there would be one other to follow that I would say out of the last race, and that was Godolphin's horse, Alcyone. He ran a big race, did yeah. it the hard way, fought on well and um, worked hard to get there. Uh, what do you make of the winds down south at Mooney Valley of Mr. Brightside and also Rothfire as well in the McEwen? Yeah, I'm sure it would have been a nervous watch for, for Rob with Rothfire. He's been through so much with that horse. So for them to and, and to really look after him so well like they have, I know they scratched him just before the Everest off, off something that, you know, was so not minor, but, you know, he's a, he's a big deal. But um, he's been through a lot with him and... I think I could tell in his post-race interview that he just it was like he could let sort of go of everything, just the nerves of getting in there. So um, enormous Rothfire. I'd love to see him in the Everest, but 
you know, Rob might be a little bit wary of bringing him back up here after what's happened in the past. But he was great. Cool and gather, I didn't think was, you know, disgraced by any means. I thought she ran a nice enough race and then missed the bright side. Where do we see him go? Does he go for a Cox Plate or a Caulfield Cup? I don't know, but um, he's, the, he's the new flagship horse for, for Ben and JD, the next generation. Thanks so much, Ali. What a, a great couple of weeks we've got ahead. Thank you. It is. Thanks, guys.